The version of trauma that sticks in your mind that you've seen in like programs and films and things where somebody suffers with flashbacks and, you know, like that really harsh version of trauma, PTSD, should we call it, obviously. I'm not going to be focusing on that. I'm going to focus this episode more on everyday trauma, everyday things that you wouldn't necessarily even know is trauma completely off your radar. And this episode could potentially be very eye-opening for you because a lot of the time we think we are a certain way because that's who we are. That never is the case. We are the way we are mostly because of patterns and programs that are running in our subconscious mind. We are who we have decided to be on a subconscious level. And a lot of that is down to coping mechanisms that your brain has put into place to keep you safe. And it doesn't necessarily keep you happy at all, but your brain doesn't care about that. So this episode is going to be more about the everyday behaviors that at the root of it are trauma, are caused by trauma. Let's call it everyday trauma. Okay. Stuff that happens that's normal in life. That is actually trauma. So what is trauma then? Trauma is just our body's response to a distressing event that overwhelms us. Now that definition that's my definition by the way you can probably find a much more scientific one but I pride myself on the fact that you guys find the way I describe things very relatable so in its simplest terms trauma is just your body's response to a distressing event that overwhelms us so what is trauma to a a three-year-old would obviously be very different to trauma as an adult and trauma to a a newborn baby who has accidentally scratched their face and then felt angry because nobody realized like that might sound ridiculous to you, but it is trauma because the subconscious mind stores and records everything. And so if a newborn baby scratches their face and it hurts and they don't get noticed for that, like that happens and nobody realizes that is trauma for the baby because they feel helpless in that moment that has overwhelmed them. Okay, so it is literally anything that overwhelms you and your body's ability to cope in the moment. And so actually, there are things that we go through in life, which are very normal and very commonplace, which actually create trauma in the body. And this will stay with you and affect the way you live your life. And I'll go on to that and explain that in more detail further into the episode. So just a few things then that can cause or most likely will cause trauma on some level, car crashes and even near misses. So how that can manifest out into life after that is the obvious ways like feeling nervous in a car or always wanting to drive because you have to be in control or it can even play out into other scenarios which are completely unrelated to driving and that is having a fear of not being in control. And that can play out in relationships, in the personal life, in so many levels. Because trauma, how it affects us is not the memory itself. It's how it's stored in the body and how it affects us on a day-to-day basis. I will come back to that shortly. Let me just get through some of these other occurrences that happen in life and that actually affect us because it is experienced as trauma in the body. So other quite common things, getting lost as a child, you know, like momentarily losing your parents in a busy place, bullying as a child or or even as an adult can be experienced as trauma, most likely would be. Divorce, you know, parents breakups, 
or emotionally unavailable parents as well. And quite a lot of the work that I've done with clients over the past year is down to, on some level, the relationship that they had with their parents. Either their parents were overly authoritative or they ended up being manipulative or devoid of emotion. All of these things will create long lasting impact on somebody or on you as you grow older, as you grow up. If your experience of love as a child is abusive, manipulative or avoidant, then that will be the relationship that you have with yourself and others. When I said earlier that trauma, lower level trauma, the issue is not the memory, it's the reaction. What I mean by that is your brain's job is to keep you alive. You've probably heard me say that before, but its number one priority is to keep you alive. And so what that means is your brain is always scanning your surroundings. Every, in every waking moment of your day, it's always scanning your surroundings and comparing what you're experiencing now with what you have experienced before. And anything that has been overwhelming for you in the past or stressful or dangerous or scary or any of those things, those are in the forefront of the mind on a subconscious level because your brain will always be scanning the surroundings and filtering it through the experiences that you've had before. Of course, the negative ones first, because your job, your brain's job is to keep you alive. And so it's comparing what you're experiencing now with any threats or any dangerous or scary or stressful events of your past. And even if you are reminded on a very, very vague level, then what will happen is your body will kick into fight or flight mode and release stress hormones and adrenaline into your body because it thinks that it needs to ramp up like all systems go to keep you alive over the next half an hour or whatever it is. Even though on a conscious level, you have no idea why you suddenly feel anxious or why you suddenly feel that something has shifted in your body, that you've gone into fight or flight mode. You might not have any idea why that is, but it's because on a subconscious level, you don't feel safe because of something that you've experienced before. And other signs of ways that you might be as an adult now which you might realize, you might think is just part of your personality or part of who you are, when actually it is a sign of trauma and some healing that you need to do on a subconscious level. And all I can mean by this, it doesn't have to be a big deal. It can literally just be a case of working with me in my group program and listening to your own sleep hypnotherapy audio, one that's bespoke for you to help you release and uh, let go of the negative patterns and programs that are running in your mind and replace them with something that is much more positive, uplifting and helpful and empowering for you so that you can be released of these things that I'm about to, to share with you. And when you're released from the things that are holding you back, suddenly you feel so much freer you actually are limitless once you believe that you can go out there and and be who you really are and enjoy your life then you can completely soar and just get so much more out of your life than you ever thought was possible so let's get to this then different signs how many have we got here one two three four five six seven eight signs that you might notice in your day-to-day life which you won't necessarily know is down to trauma So number one, having a harsh or unforgiving critical inner voice. Number two, self-doubt, being indecisive, always feeling like you have to say, I don't know. You don't know the answer. 
Because if at some point you were made to feel bad or shamed, or even if you just decided that it was a bad idea to say what you thought, then you can develop this pattern in the unconscious mind that stops you from knowing the answer. Okay, it literally traps, or like, it stops you from being confident in your opinions and the things that you want to say. Um, feelings of shame or low self-worth, a big one, very, very limiting, hold you back on so many levels. You may have a sense of feeling empty or not good enough, even if you try your very best and you never stop trying. And even if you are achieving a lot, you know, you can be an absolutely high achiever, but be trauma driven, be driven by trauma because you never, ever feel good enough. So you go out and you achieve the most incredible things or, you know, in academia or whatever, you can achieve amazing things, but never feel whole or complete inside because you've always got this sense of you're just not good enough yet, not good enough yet. Another one is hypervigilance and a dysregulated nervous system. If your brain has decided on some level that you have to always be on your guard and it is not safe to ever relax and feel good and feel joyful, then it won't. It will be hypervigilant. And no doubt you will experience feeling exhausted and drained and like you never get a good night's sleep and you never wake up feeling refreshed. All of these things can be a result of that hypervigilance, that experience that you've just had to be hypervigilant for so many years. Uh, next one, difficulty managing emotions. I think that kind of explains it in itself. If you find it difficult to manage your emotions and you might even be an avid fan of my podcast and, and be really doing your best to implement the strategies and the advice I give every week. I know like I have amazing listeners who who just listen every single week and you know, I really help them to change things. But actually, I, I do feel for those people who, despite their best efforts, are not able to really get the transformation that they want from my podcast or from listening to me. And it could well be due to some of these things that I'm talking about here. And so, of course, like how much I'm sharing with you here, I'm not providing you hypnotherapy. I'm not providing the deeper level of change and transformation that is available to you inside my containers. And that's, that's it, isn't it? Like if you want the next level of support, then just get in touch. It is there for you. And I'll come back to the, the question of support like further down in this episode. Let's get back to this list. The next one, the next sign of being who you are that is not who you are it's a result of what your experiences, your lived experiences is people pleasing. Okay. Never feeling like if you were to just say what you thought or be who you really are, you just fear not being liked by others. That's a huge one. I think most of the clients that I work with are struggling with that on some level when they come to work with me. And that in itself that transformation going from people pleasing to just being absolutely okay with who you are and saying what you mean and meaning what you say and just feeling liberated to hold your boundaries where you want them to be and effortlessly hold them. That transformation in itself is just life-changing. And one more thing, having to be in control is a sign of trauma too, and that can hold you back in your life in so many ways. But yes, so what I mean then by trauma isn't a memory, it's a reaction, is that the ways that you are living your life, well, basically our subconscious mind is running the show always because it's always scanning the things that you're experiencing, comparing it to the things that you've experienced it before. And it's running the show in the way that you think, the way that you act, the way that you show up in the world. And so 
it's always a reaction. The way you are acting now is a reaction to the things that you have experienced before. And if there's stuff in your subconscious mind that is negative, that needs work, that you need help from to move on so that you can get rid of all of these these things that are not serving you, then that is absolutely doable. But subconscious reprogram is needed. It's not by talking about your problems that you're going to move through this. It absolutely is not. I know that that is a, a big myth in the therapy industry. You don't need years of therapy talking about the problems. Talking about the problems does not help. It gets you into fight or flight and often makes things worse. When we talk about our experiences that caused us trauma, we go into fight or flight. So the way that I work with dealing with trauma is to not talk about it. It is a solution-focused way that does not trigger the central nervous system. But anyway, the reprogramming of the lower level trauma that I've talked about here that is workable in my group program or we're on the hybrid version. I've got like a hybrid version as well where you go in the group program and then you just do a few extra one-to-ones. The reprogram is needed. The subconscious reprogram is needed and hypnotherapy is amazing for that. And so one last thing before I end this is to say that we are all connected and we are all here to be supported. We are not solitary beings. The things that we are living through are things that we have been passed down from generations. And it's also through a lot of misguided things that messages that we've had from society and from the media, all sorts of things can cause us issues. But we are all connected and we are here to be supported. So seek out ways that you can be supported more. Okay. And if you would like my support on a deeper level beyond this podcast, then my work, my job, my role is to lovingly support you to reach your highest potential through solution-focused hypnotherapy and coaching. So if that is something that you're interested in, have a look in the show notes. Um, There's a link there that you can um, get in touch with me to book in a discovery call or just come over onto Instagram, into my DMs at Believe and Achieve with Jenna and let's have a chat there. Whilst you are on Instagram, if you don't mind and know how to do it, I would love for you to share this episode Or if you don't know how to do that, I would love for you to share this episode with a friend because my message and the things that I share are really, really valuable and I want more people to hear them and benefit from them. So thank you so much for your support. As always, a bit more serious one today, but it was definitely needed because I'm aware that some people out there will be doing their utmost to change their lives through hearing things like in my positivity and my confidence podcast and and all of that. And it won't necessarily make sense to you as to why you might be struggling. So some of this that I've shared today, hopefully has given you a little bit more of an insight as to the things that are happening in your life, the things that you are doing. They're not you. They are states of the mind. They are patterns and programs and they can absolutely be changed. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye. My mission with this podcast and why I started it was to serve. And so I really hope that everything I've shared with you today and in previous episodes is serving you and helping you to change your life. It requires consistent action. It requires effort. But if you're willing to put in the work, then you can absolutely change a great deal just by listening to me and implementing my advice. However, if you're listening and you would like to work with me, then obviously I work too. I do solution-focused hypnotherapy and much more, and my program is called Change Your Life, and it's a program that I'm really proud of. So if you're interested in this and would like some more information about how it works and whether it would be right for you, then do get in touch with me via the information in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend or stick it up on stories on Instagram and tag me at Believe and Achieve with Jenna.
See you next week.